Wow. Time for another podcast. This is uh, such an interesting topic I want to talk to you today. You can probably hear my emotion a little bit in my voice today. Um, I'm actually in the middle of meditation and felt I needed to record this. It was an aha that um, I haven't come to before. And it seemed to just well up inside me. And that's a really awesome indication to me that I've, that I've touched on a, on a, a meaningful chord within me. And maybe it'll strike a chord within you. Um, I have been, for the past uh, 31 days, been practicing a, um, a sadhana of abundance. So a practice of abundance with my uh, mentor, Sianna Sherman, and it's, it's been an f- amazing experience. There's been a lot of chanting, um, meditation, affirmation, um, a reciting of 108 uh, Lakshmi mantra, Om Shreem Maha Lakshmi Swaha. Um, sending a lot of love out. There's been an incredible amount of support from the group. Um, We've already done our three video calls, and so we are forging forward now with declaring our, our new story of abundance, our our declaration of growing and doing good in the world and choosing um, an area to give service and to give back and to make sure that all prosperity received through the practice or through a realigning of our intention is is for the good and is also given back. So it's been a powerful practice. There's been a lot of crazy different um, experiences and um, stories and beliefs that have come up about money, about health, about beauty. Um, I'm in the process of growing my gray hair out and I'm I tried a couple of different ways, and so now I'm just letting it go. And I've got about uh, two inches of roots. So the beauty stories even <laughs> coming at me and been unusual because I've always felt good about my appearance. And this is the first time I've kind of challenged it a little bit. And the thing that came up in my meditation this morning that I wanted to share is that I realized that a lot of my 
life has been hiding in the shadows that um, my yoga world my yoga connections my sweet students my incredible supportive teachers over the years um, and even some few passers-by in the workshop retreat world of yoga most of them know that I am Mormon, that I'm Christian. And some of them, you know, kind of cock their head and wonder, you know, how I blend these two worlds. But they seem to be curious. They seem to be caring and not judgmental. On the other side of the coin... I'm sure I'm referring mostly to my family, but there are just even some in my um, religious community that not sure that they take too lightly my yoga um, involvements. Now, maybe there's just a little you know, come to terms with that. Well, right now, yoga for us in the Western world is just a physical movement. And so that satisfies them like, oh, that may be all that's going on for me. And so they come to terms with that. But it's actually um, become quite an amazing spiritual practice for me. As I meditate, as I'm quiet, as I turn inward, as I really enjoy um, singing some of the Sanskrit songs, and that's a that's one way to say it. Or you could say, chant the sacred Sanskrit mantras. That would be another way to say it. And it's amazing how we have constructs in our minds. I mean, I even have constructs in my mind about um, the meanings of those individual words. But I really feel powerful in my involvement with these sacred mantras and one thing that added on to in this and my meditation my awareness is that really kind of what's at the bottom you can kind of already hear the emotion coming up is that I'm an empath and an empath is someone that is more than the ability to be empathic or kind of feel for someone. It is a a sacred spiritual gift, I believe. And that there's times when I can feel what others feel physically in their body. I can think 
in my mind what others are thinking in their mind and connect to places on this planet. That's a big part of my empathic ability. When I am in certain physical locations, I can feel an incredible amount of energy one way or the other, uplifting or pulling or dragging down or, you know, light or dark that's present. But something that really kind of dawned on me today about those empathic abilities is I so much want the world around me to be a place of love, connection, beauty, kindness, mutual respect. And that often I will utilize those empathic abilities because I feel like I can take what negative energy is in or around a place or a person and that I can transmute that and that in that small way I am building the world that I want to live in and this may or may not connect with those of you out there listening that are also empathic but that's why I do that I I feel like I am in a way rescuing a little more of humankind. Now, years ago, like 30, maybe it wasn't quite 30 years ago, maybe 28, 25 to 28 years ago, I, I heard that uh, this, you know, savior syndrome and I, I mean, I understood that concept. I kind of get that. But this is this is too real, and literally too effective to be just called a savior syndrome. You just think you're playing the role of the savior, and that's not your job. Now, I believe that we all have the ability to develop such a gift and make a difference within our own world in small ways. And it's taken time to understand how this role happens, how it plays out, um, appropriate or not appropriate times, when it this transmission happens but that was that was a beautiful aha to me and it may be partly why I'm so driven to travel the world connect with other cultures I cannot stay in one place anymore which is why I'm shifting my whole life and uh, so it's it's going to be an interesting next 50 years I'm really excited for it it's uh, it's been an amazing journey and 
one of the things that I declared in my meditation this morning, and I'm now declaring to the world that I don't want to live in the shadows anymore. That I'm really grateful for every little piece of my life and every little tender moment of learning and growth that every tiny speck of glittery, glowing light of love and connection that I have felt with every person that I've come across and how I've seen them in me and how I've seen myself in them and how that unity is (laughs) I've always talked about it in my faith about creating unity but now I actually experience it and I actually feel it and I am You could say it in a worldly world, in a worldly phrase, excuse me, addicted to it. (laughs) But I don't want to live anywhere. There's disconnect or disharmony. And so everywhere I go in my own sphere, my goal is to create that unifying, loving, respectful connection and I offer it to you and I would so love your comments please email any comments to Julie Branham at me.com that's J-U-L-I-E B-R-A-N-H-A-M at me.com Namaste Namaste